You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Friday for everybody out there. Hope you have a nice long weekend. Undecided if we're doing the show on Monday. It is a holiday. We'll see. We'll see. Likely no, but you never know. There's always stuff I got to talk about on here, so we'll keep you posted on that. SteadyPicks.com. It's completely free to sign up. Sign up today. Best bets from myself, Ricky, Donnie. SteadyPicks system plays. The website is now updated. The new website is launched, so go check that out. We will. Um, some of the data will be up hopefully Monday, Tuesday. That's what the plan is. That I'll have some of that done and ready to be uploaded onto the site. Some of the baseball stuff. In particular, if you want the tennis stuff on there, I can make it happen. I'm not sure what the interest level in the tennis numbers are, but we'll see. We'll see if, if anybody uh, reaches out to me and is desperate for some tennis stuff. Not so sure about that. What do we got today? We got uh, tennis and baseball today. We've got four picks, two in each, two baseball, two tennis. The tennis card is tough today. We're going half units on the plays. Um, nothing that really that I love. I like these two plays that I have, but nothing that I absolutely love like yesterday. Um, to recap yesterday, though, a nice 2 and one day for us. The Red Sox get it done 16-7, uh, to seven, and... Something we have to keep an eye on is the scoring in baseball has been outrageously high over the last couple of days. Did they change the baseballs? Is it just getting warmer out? Who knows? No one will ever really know. Um, but I think it's an interesting conversation to have with baseball. Um, but we had two big dogs, if you remember. Annalena, Colin, Nina, when we got off the show, uh, it was a... She was looking pretty rough, won the second set, lost the third set, so loses that match in three sets, which was a pretty good match overall. Um, most people probably did not have time to take her as it was live during the show. But the play that you had time to take was Elise Cornate, plus 175 is the number we got. And... uh Hope everybody took that pretty big dog to, to take. Hope everybody followed along and, and grabbed some of that. 
was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. The dogs were barking yesterday in tennis. A lot of dogs came through. Um, Cornate wins 2-1 against Elena Ostapenko. Um, Iga rolls. Sabalenka rolls. Shelby Rogers rolls Daniel Collins 2-0. Plus 264, Shelby Rogers gets it done. Quinwen Zhang beats Simona Halep, plus 377. Huge dog. Camilla Georgie, plus 150. Gets it done. And that was it for the for the dogs. Ah, oh, there were a couple more. A couple more. Irina Camilla Bagu, you'll recognize that name. We used to take her a whole heck of a lot. That's a plus 175 dog to get it done. Leola Jean Against Carolina Pliskova, two love, plus 375. Leola Jean Jean there. Kaya Yuva made it interesting against Paula Bedosa. Kuder Matova gets it done as a big, big favorite there. So that's kind of wrapping up the, the card from yesterday. A lot of big dogs um, there. Today, though, we've got uh, two plays. Um, and if we take a look here, let's see. Yep, two plays today. The two we're going with. Um, one starts at seven o'clock this morning, so pretty early. It's Alexandra Sasnovich over Angie Kerber. And Angie Kerber's been playing pretty well, but I still don't believe she's at the the top of her game. She's just getting up there. She's a vet for sure. But I think plus 100 on Sasnovich is worth a play. So, again, half unit plays today. One on Sasnovich plus 100. You look at the hardcore number, or the clay court, excuse me, numbers for Sasnovich and um, should probably be something like a 110 pick em, according to my numbers. So, Sasnovich is going to be a play at plus 100. And the second play is uh, a little bit later this morning. It's Jill Teichman. Against Azarenka, you remember we have Teichman Futures here. We've got Teichman to win the quarter um, in this tournament. This is going to be the big test for her against Victoria Azarenka. Jill Teichman, you can get minus 105 at uh, Caesars in PA. So that's where I played it. Everywhere else is like 115, um, but 105... Caesars of PA. Let me double check that. Is that what I got? Yep. Uh, no, excuse me. It's minus 115 for Jill Teichman. Minus 115. Elsewhere in the market, it's 120. So Caesars and PA had the best number on that. Um, but you can get plus 100 on Sastovich. Um, so minus 115, Jill Teichman. Again, it's going to be a tough match for her. Azarenka's numbers are good, but she, in a lot of ways, like Kerber, has a tendency to just not uh, not be as good as yesteryear for Azarenka. So, Teichman's a play. We're kind of doubling down on the fact that we have her for some futures, so this is a big match for us in this one. Let's see if Jill Teichman... Can get it done tomorrow. There's a bunch of matches as well. 
haven't quite gone through the numbers. When I go through them tonight for tomorrow morning, I'll be sure to uh, tweet those out. Nothing jumps off the page just as I look at first glance as I was looking um, this morning for tomorrow's matches. The one we may look to get involved with is Quinwen Zhang and Elise Cornate. Again, Cornate's a plus 125 dog. Zhang minus 155. That's at Caesars of PA. Zadanzik plus 215 dog against Jesse Pagula. Potentially something we'll, we'll be interested in. Not so sure yet. But I'll keep you posted if we end up with anything. It's Twitter. It's at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. That's the best place to find me um, and see what I'm see what kind of stuff I'm working on. So I will certainly keep you updated uh, on that side for those. Real quick, I haven't I didn't look, but we could check the golf tournament to see if any of our golfers are maybe uh, looking good here. Doesn't look like it. The leader right now is Hostler. At four under, there's a bunch of players at four under. Scheffler, Webb Simpson, Patrick Reed, Harold Varner, Christian Kirk. Bunch of guys at four. Bunch of guys at three, bunch of guys at two. A ton of guys at one, so it's pretty jam-packed up at the top. A lot of guys that are going to have a, a chance here. Um... Just looking for Mito to see where Mito is sitting right now. I don't believe, uh, I don't see him. I don't even see him on the leaderboard. Something happened to Mito. Hmm. We'll have to look that up. I don't know if maybe Mito didn't play the tournament. I don't see him anywhere on this leaderboard. Although I am trying to talk and look at the same time, so oh, there he is. He's even. He's sitting at even, even par, which is good for tied for forty third with a bunch of players. So he's he's in the running. He's around. He's around. So we'll keep an eye on that uh, as well. Okay. Those are the tennis plays. Tennis is, I mean, look. We get some feedback on on the tennis stuff. People seem to generally like it. But I think tennis is very possibly my favorite sport to bet. I think it's fascinating the way that you handicap a tennis match. The one-on-one, there's no refs. It's skill versus skill. It's form versus form. And I think if you're not on the uh, tennis wagon yet, I think you ought to take a deeper look. See if you can come up with something where tennis is uh, tennis is fun. The one thing I've I've started to work on is looking at like the the games uh, line. So similar to how any other sport would be. It's minus three and a half games or something. I've been looking at that because we often take a lot of dogs, right? We take a lot of big dogs and 
sometimes they don't always come through, but they make the match interesting, which is kind of what we account for. And, you know, they often, well, sometimes they just don't get it done. So I'm trying to figure out how I can evaluate whether or not the game's play is something that we might want to be interested in. Um, so working on some some stuff for that. But tennis is just wonderful. Just absolutely wonderful. If you're not on the bandwagon for tennis yet, what are you doing? No better time to jump in than now. French Open. If we look at baseball, like I said yesterday, the the Red Sox win sixteen to seven. Just an absolute crushes them, and all the scoring across the league is up again. The Cincinnati Reds scored twenty runs, twenty runs yesterday. The Dodgers score fourteen. The Red Sox, excuse me, the Red Sox again sixteen runs. The Nationals score seven. The Yankees score seven. All of a sudden, the scoring in baseball is out of control. And I'm not, it's just, is it a coincidence because we have our eyes on it so much? I don't know. The people that I listen to, talk to, they seem to think it's just coincidence. That there's no way that the MLB would change the balls that quickly. And here's the fascinating thing about it is it could very likely just be a new batch of balls, right? Like a new batch of balls is making its way around the the league. And it honestly makes baseball very frustrating to bet because you just don't even know what is happening. We talk about this all the time, but in no other sport does the item that you play with, the ball, the puck, the Whatever. Does it ever change? From season to season, from week to week, it feels like. Maybe the humidors are broken in these stadiums and it's not, uh, I don't know. But it just seems awfully fishy that now we're getting all of these runs. I mean, 16 runs for the Red Sox. 20 runs for the Reds. 20 runs. They scored runs in every inning. The third inning, they scored eight runs. I don't know, man. A little fishy to me. But for the games today, we got two picks for today. First one we're going with is the New York Yankees. New York Yankees against the Tampa Bay Rays. We got plus 112 at uh, Bet Rivers, which is one of our partners here for the show. So Bet Rivers, be sure to sign up. It's a $250 deposit match for new customers only. That's a fantastic offer. It's probably one of the best offers you'll find around. $250 deposit match. The playthrough is really low, so you can get through it and, uh, and withdraw the bonus if you'd like. One-time playthrough on that. It's fantastic. Uh, Probably the best offer you'll find around. So if you go to SteadyPicks.com, you go to Sportsbook Offers, the Bet Rivers, 
uh, link is there. Help support the show, help support the website and all the new things that we're working on. So thank you in advance for signing up with that link. We appreciate it very much. But Bet Rivers had the best number on the Yankees, plus 112, which is good compared to the market. There's a lot of 105s out there. Bet MGM's at 100, plus 100. So to get 112 at Bet Rivers, I think, is a really good price. And the reason why I like the Yankees is when you look at these two pitchers, they're very um, even. Best way to say it is even. Hard hit rates, 35 for Italian, 31 for Jeffrey Springs. Strikeout rate, 19% for Italian. Springs, 25%. Again, we know that maybe the strikeout rate and the hard hit rate's not as important. The number I'm really leaning on here is going to be the Stuff Plus metric from Saris over at The Athletic. We've kind of worked that in to what we're doing here. They're both at 101. They're both at 101. So I look at that and I say, okay, these guys are essentially the same or very similar anyway when it comes to the numbers. And then you look at the rest of the rest of the stat line and the Yankees happen to be very good against lefties. Fourth and weighted runs created plus 121.4. That's good for fourth against lefties in the league. The Rays against righties, 12th in baseball, 107. Excuse me, 107. So I think the Yankees at 112 is probably a play. If it does get down to 100 or you only have access to that 100, I'm not so sure that's a number I want to take with the Yankees tonight. But at 112, I think that's definitely a play. So we got a unit on that. And then the other one with the biggest disparity in in Stuff Plus, Brandon Woodruff. And the Brewers at 111.9 against Dakota Hudson of the Cardinals. This stuff plus is 63.8. That's one of the worst I've seen for a starter. And the reason I'm liking stuff plus so much anymore is that it kind of... It kind of takes less to normal, like a shorter amount of time to normalize to show actual results, right? Like some of the other numbers take a bit of time to kind of build up and give you accurate representations of how they're actually playing. Stuff Plus normalizes very quickly. A few games for each player, and that's pretty much where their Stuff Plus is going to be. So Brandon Woodruff, 111.9 against Dakota Hudson, 63. Of course, the rest of the numbers, the hard-hit numbers, Dakota Hudson, 47%. That's one of the worst in the league. 162 out of 177 possible starters. Strikeout rate, 13%, 164, one of the worst in the league there. Brandon Woodruff, 28% strikeout rate. 
You got to love that. Bullpen-wise, we know about the the Brewers' bullpen and what they do there. No surprise to see them ahead in that category. And then really the one that pushed this over for me is the hitting. The Brewers have been hitting the ball really well this year. To my surprise and to many surprise, Brewers have hit the ball really, really good. Um, So we were actually able to get, let me see what we got here. On the baseball side. Oh, come on. I lost the page I was on. Okay, so the Brewers, I think we laid 145. 145. Yes, 145 is what we laid with the Brewers. 150 is fine. I wouldn't really go like Fandles at 155 right now. I don't know if I'd be running to bet that, but 145 I think is a great number on the Brewers tonight. Um, so we are taking a, a pretty decent-sized favorite, but I don't think it does it enough justice on how big of a favorite they probably ought to be based on uh, my numbers there. Those are all the picks today. Those are all the picks. Um, I I just want to touch on the NBA. The Warriors get it done last night, one twenty to one ten. They eliminate the Dallas Mavericks, and they'll get some rest time here before the uh, some extra rest rest I should say before the finals takes place. Tonight, though, is a big game, 8.30 tonight. Boston at home trying to close out the series. They're up 3-2. They're eight-and-a-half-point favorites against the Miami Heat tonight. I even see a nine out there at points bet. Is that worth a play? I kind of feel like it has to be, but the Miami Heat are just playing such poor basketball over the last couple of games, just really, really poor. So it's not going to be a play for me. Uh, If you remember, we have Warriors Futures to win the finals. So we'll see if they can get that done uh, in a few weeks. But how about this NBA schedule? I hate to harp on this again. We talked about this a lot when Ricky was on the show and Talking about the scheduling for these games. There's one game tonight. It's at 8.30 tonight on ESPN. 8.30. What are we doing? It's just at 8.30. It's just too late. When there's only one game on. Why are we starting at 8.30? Start the game at 7. Now, maybe I'm just getting old. But... I just don't see a reason why we need to play at 8.30 at night when there's one game every single time we play. Like, the scheduling has been so poor. And then we're going to get, like, a, uh, I don't even know, nine days or eight days or something until the finals actually start. Like, game one for the finals won't start forever. It's like, why is there such a break? Why are these times all messed up? The NBA playoffs as a whole have been honestly horrible. 
I think they've been the worst playoffs in worst NBA playoffs that I can remember. They've been horrible. It's just been blowout after blowout. All the series are uninteresting. I think the the Bucks Celtics series was interesting, but other than that, man, this has been like the most underwhelming NBA playoffs I can remember. Just horrible. Again, blowout after blowout after bad series. Hopefully the NBA will get something better for the finals. With the Celtics. Well, likely the Celtics. And the Warriors. That should shape up to be a a pretty good finals. But other than that, man, you can tell me if you disagree. But I think the NBA playoffs has been horrendous for the NBA. The timing of the game sucks. The series themselves have sucked. The games themselves have sucked. Big blowouts the other night. What the Heat scored eighty points. I don't know, man. Yeah, let me know if you disagree with that. At steady picks underscore Tom. Be curious to see what people think, but I feel very strongly that it has been a horrendous playoffs. For the NBA. Um, one play, and I just wanted to touch on this for a few moments here, in the NBA is looking at, I don't remember if we did this yesterday. My memory is so bad sometimes. I don't remember if we talked about it yesterday, but we'll talk about it again today. Is Looking at the NBA, I think we did, because I think I bet this. That we were looking at this. Hold on, hold on. I feel like we bet this already. Do we bet bet Jalen Brown to be the MVP? I think we did. The MVP of, uh, I'm sorry, of the Eastern Conference Finals. I think we did. Anyway, NBA Finals MVP. Just give you some updated odds on that. Steph Curry plus 110. Tatum plus 220. Jalen Brown, 8 to 1. Clay Thompson, 10 to 1. Draymond Green, 12 to 1. And then after that, it's 20s and ups. Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Jimmy Butler, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, 80 to 1. Probably nothing that I'm really rushing to bet. I think um I think Clay might be the bet to make at ten to one if I'm gonna play something in the NBA Finals MVP. And I say that because again it's one of those awards that people are voting on. And Clay Thompson's kind of story is really fascinating. The way he's kind of Come back from all those missed seasons and injuries, and he's come back and he's contributed. So if Clay Thompson can get off to a good start in the series, and he's been playing pretty well too, but if he can get off to a good start, I think Clay is probably the bet to make. 
I also think someone like Jordan Poole at 20 to 1 could be an interesting proposition. But Steph Curry at plus 110, obviously unplayable. Tatum at 220. Pretty much I like everyone besides them. Like the next three or three guys, I wouldn't mind having Jalen Brown, Clay Thompson, Jordan Poole. I would not be shocked to hear that one of those three win finals MVP over Curry or Tatum. Tatum, though, if Tatum and Brown in this series, the Easter Conference finals right now, if you look at what they've the two of them have done, I mean, it should be Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's plus 150. That's the same number I betted at yesterday. So I can't remember if we talked about it, but that's the number I got it at yesterday, and this is Eastern Conference Finals MVP. And I think that's worth a play at 150. If you do a blind resume test of him and Tatum's numbers in this series, Jalen Brown's been better in a lot of way. Tatum has so many turnovers. So many turnovers. Three-point shooting percentage, Jalen Brown's crushing it. You know, if you look at shooting percentages and the turnovers, Jalen Brown's going to look better. But if you just look at points, rebounds, assists, Tatum leads the way in assists. In points, they are off by like a quarter of a point. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum averaging just about the same amount of points. Tatum has an edge on the rebounding. But if any of these people actually look just a hair deeper and see that Tatum has, what, 26 turnovers to Jalen Brown's like 12, and Jalen Brown shooting 50% from three and Tatum shooting like 25, if you do just one layer deeper, I think he'll come out with Jalen Brown as well. So plus 150, I'm playing that. I already did play that yesterday. And I still, um, I still like it before this game. Let's see if Jalen can have a big game tonight. Get us over the hump for that. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. That went fast. That was a fast show. Always a lot to talk about here. At Get Steady Picks on Twitter. At Steady Picks underscore Tom is me on Twitter. Be sure to go over and check it out. Good luck today with the tennis. Keep an eye on Twitter. I'll be posting the Twitter plays for tomorrow, sometime tonight, and all through the weekend and through on to Monday. Enjoy your long weekend for many, many people that are going to be off on Monday. Enjoy. Enjoy. I hope the weather's nice. Thank you very much. Talk to you on Tuesday. <laughs>